Thursday. <laughs> Do I die from dehydration or cancer from my water? Or drink chromium <laughs> and let. I don't know. It's up to you. Hey guys, it's Shanna. <laughs> and, and it's your girl, Amanda. Oh, okay, Jenny from the block. Uh, welcome to another episode of Girl Go Feed Yourself. This is the last one for a while being distant from one another. Yay! So next... How fake did that excitement Yay! <laughs> so next week you'll be here in Nashville. And I'm we'll be able to home. record. I'm coming hey. home. Home I'm in quotations. Home. I'm coming home for a little. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back I'm on excited. Friday. I'm so excited to wear some coats. <laughs> get some tacos. Where are you going to get tacos? Um, I'll probably force you to go with me. Uh, Moss tacos. <laughs> okay. I'm always Duh. down for Moss tacos. It's the best. It's cheap. It's good. It's good. They've got a mean vegan taco. Ooh. Oh, wait. Well, I think I've they... had it. Cauliflower? Ew, no. Oh, what is it? Calm down with your cauliflower. <laughs> okay. I just had a huge <laughs> bowl of cauliflower rice, and I was like... Oh, you know, I, I saw that on your Instagram, and I was like, that would fuck me up so hard yeah. if I ate that. Um, <laughs> it's their sweet potato quinoa taco. I think I had that. It's kind of mush, I'm not going to lie, but... But if it's flavorful mush. Well, here's the thing. Just dump a bunch of tomatillo sauce on it and uh, <laughs> everything's good. Everything's good. It doesn't even, I don't even care at that point what's in that taco. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to come back and see you. Yeah, me too. Um, um, what episode are we on? 13, 14, mm, 14. Around 14. I think. God, we've been going at this for over three months. Yeah, since November. Holy shit. Yep. We really need to post more Episode on Instagram, but 14. also like, do we? Could we just no. be one of those podcasts that just builds followers without doing any social I don't, media? I don't think we need to post more. I mean, we're posting like four times a week. We should just give the people what they want, which is pictures of us, obviously. <laughs> I know. We need to do a photo shoot. We're going to do so. a few. We'll, we'll go out. We'll go yeah. get mocktails and do some photos. That sounds fun. Because I have no interest in drinking. Yay. Like ever. <laughs> now it's and not again, fun. but not really. No, it's just, I only like, the only one I really like the taste of is sake, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And that's a sipper. Like that's a one small glass sipper yeah, situation. It is. It's not even like, you don't go out and be like, I'm going to get wasted on sake. Mm. Um, okay. I haven't, <laughs> I done. have before. <laughs> Oh my gosh, there was one time I was in Myrtle Beach with my family and we were like at a family, like a huge, we took up a huge um, table uh, for hibachi, mm -hmm. right? And like me, Derek, and my uncle, who's like basically the same age as me, and he's like two years older or something, we were doing sake bombs and we were t so fucking loud and we were like, had... It was, we were like putting on a show for the freaking. That's because you got to bang on the table, right? Yeah, we're like, sake, boom, and it was just like Who a came scene. Up with that, by the way, I don't know, but it's really fun because you like balance it on this chopsticks, it and it's like a spectacle. We could do a faux sake bomb, <laughs> just a juice bomb. 
Yeah. I don't even know turmeric, what we bong, would do. Turmeric, bong. <laughs> we could. We could have like a green juice with um like a shot of turmeric on top <laughs> and like juice bong, juice bong. <laughs> juice bong. That's our next business concept right there. A bar that serves juice bombs. Hi. Yeah. Kiddo. My dog is on my lap. She's so cute. Thank you. Don't tell her that though, because she'll get carried away. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna be away from her for like a month. So oh. cover your She's ears. She's gonna miss her mama. That. Yeah, but I mean, come on, who like what dog wants to go to Nashville weather from Florida weather? No. Yeah. No, no. So she's better <laughs> off here for now. Um yeah. anyway, how's your week? Um, you know. Angry. Yeah, I'm Which, frustrated. Angry. Frustrated. Why are you are you just naturally frustrated or are you specifically <laughs> frustrated? Well, you know, sometimes I think <laughs> believe it or not, I used to be a very angry person. Like I walked around like the world is my enemy. Everyone like I had this like fight me bitch face on 24/7. I was like always angry. Bitch face? No, like fight me bitch. Like oh. Like, it's a level deeper than a resting bitch face. Yeah. I was like angry at everyone and everything and wanted to fight everybody. I was always starting fights and always like, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I've come a long way in the last like six years with that. With that Is stuff. that due to therapy? No, just like personal development, fitness um oh you found your outlets yeah I mean I really just wanted to be a better person and wanted to like be happy I wanted to stop feeling like angry and angry at the world and hating myself and hating life like you know I was ready to feel better Mm -hmm. so I was willing to do the work and it was you know and sometimes I still have my moments where I act like a tiny a tiny (laughs) a tiny child and I was like you so almost, mad at you. Almost said Chinese. <laughs> Chinese. I was like I mixed tiny and child together. A Chinese. So I still have my angry moments where I'm Chinese. <laughs> what? I mean, they have a right to be angry right now with coronavirus, but uh, you never know what's gonna come out of my mouth. Yeah, God. Now I want Chinese food for dinner. Thank you. I had I had cauliflower fried rice before this, so. How's your stomach doing? Tell me. Great. What the it's fuck? Doing great. It, and I use a full bag. However, um, like that's the whole serving is like a full. Is it Trader Joe's? Twelve ounce bag. <clears throat> I use no. I make it so like. Oh, you make it from scratch. <clears throat> yeah. So, I'll use green onions, a bag of cauliflower, peas, corn, carrots two eggs and what else it it takes like liquid aminos Mm -hmm. or that's what i choose like it says low sodium soy sauce but i choose liquid aminos and then yeah um, like the coconut ones or the regular um either one i happen to have the coconut one at my house right now which i'm not a huge fan of i like the other one better yeah i like the other one better but i was like well i'm gonna use what i got you know and yeah. it's mixed in with something like I won't eat it by itself, but, um, and then toasted sesame oil. 
snazzy. Yeah. And that's it. And I put some salt, like some uh, a couple little sprinkles of pink Himalayan salt, and it's really good. So I envy you. Yeah. But I think if I ate, I told you. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute. But if I ate animal products, um, I would definitely go like the cauliflower and protein route. Uh huh. I feel like I'm just one of those people with food of like, I'm either going to have animal products and very little carbs, like carbs from vegetables versus starchy carbs, or Mm -hmm. I go the opposite of like no animal products. I don't know why. I've never been somebody that feels good eating like a balanced diet of both. It's just Mm -hmm. my body, I think. So remember last week I told you that I I tried for, I was going to try for a month. Yeah. I tried for two days um, <laughs> of a carnivore diet of just straight uh-huh. meat. Okay. I'm thankful I did it. Uh-huh. A, because I think I like bumped my iron levels up a bit, which was good. And yeah. I, I think it doesn't hurt to do a day like that a month, but I did not feel that great. Like, well, how much were you eating? Well, I don't eat breakfast, so that's out, right? I still have my, my, um, like matcha? high fiber. Oh, the yeah, the matcha with the cacao powder, and then I put the high fiber prebiotic powder in it. Uh huh. Um, and then I had some sort of meat for lunch and dinner, and I was doing more red meat because chicken doesn't really satisfy you because it's like very little fat and stuff, and I just kind of, mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm gonna do carnivore, I might as well go all in. Mm-hmm. So I did like, you know, like even Chipotle, like just the steak from Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And then for dinner, I think some of the nights I did like real ribs and real brisket and like real quality high-end meat. I spent a lot of money, by the way, on two days. Yeah, meat's expensive as shit. It's so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful I tried it to further confirm the fact that I enjoy being plant-based more, despite mm-hmm. the fact that I can't easily like digest cauliflower and broccoli and corn and a mm-hmm. lot of other things but i'm hoping in time i can kind of i mean ultimately i think i just have to not eat certain vegetables and that's the way it's going to be for life but mm-hmm. i'm trying to steer my diet like completely away from any processed food meaning like not even crisps chips yeah um to just real vegetables like even in pureed form i've discovered pureeing vegetables by the way really fantastic <laughs> Like, how are you making it? Okay, so if you take, like, steamed veg- um, steamed peas and carrots, uh-huh. sometimes broccoli, and you just put it in a blender with a little bit of water and, like, olive oil and salt and pepper uh-huh. and blend it, it makes a really good dip. Mm. Or you can just eat it like soup. Yeah. Sounds weird. Try it. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. And it's a good way to get vegetables in if you can't really digest them that easily. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So carnivore diet, worth trying for two days. I did feel like it was nice to reset from carbs mm-hmm. for two days, but, you know, not for me. Yeah. At all. Yeah. <clears throat> my body's, like, I don't – okay, so at home, I basically just, like, eat eggs. <laughs> I don't make meat ever. I mean, not ever. I do buy this, like uh, – it's, like, a ground chicken that's – has other flavors in it like 
Is that the Trader? I keep asking you if it's Trader Joe's. No. Their ground chicken is bomb, by the way. I have to, I don't ever buy meat from Trader Joe's. I should look at their ground chicken. It's cheaper and it's actually really good. Really good. Okay, I'll try it. Um, This one that I get is from Publix and it's like, uh, they have different flavors like Thai or um, bruschetta and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so actually, one of it's either ground chicken or ground turkey like they have both Mm -hmm. and so anyway i like to do that because i literally just take it out of the packet and it's already seasoned and nothing fake in it there's not a lot of sodium it's like real real basil and sun-dried tomatoes and like you know real stuff and so i just like take it into little patties and put it on the thing put it in the oven and it's done and i literally don't even have to like season it or do anything So, I mean, I'm all about easy, and I usually just eat, like, big salads with eggs on top, you know? Um, But every once in a while, yeah. I mean, it works really well for me. If I could eat eggs, I would totally do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy, and then – or for breakfast, I'll do, like, egg whites with a shit ton of arugula. And that's kind of one of the things I like about cooking down – leafy greens is because you can get so much more vegetables it's all about volume food right like high water content vegetables yeah Um, yeah it's so frustrating though to buy like a tub of spinach and then you you like get through half of it in one dinner and you're like what the fuck this is like a quarter sized amount of spinach now yeah if you're cooking it all the time um Um, yeah spinach i don't know why i don't like spinach unless it's cooked or like Oh, I only like it smoothie. cooked. Yeah. I can't, for some reason, people like love spinach salads. I'm like, ugh. No, I'm not into it. I hate it. Not into know. it at all. It's a I weird like texture eggs, thing. But I can't eat eggs, so. That's, that's rough, man. I love eggs. It's like instant breakout the next day, and that, so that's not instant. It's a delayed breakout the next day. And then, right. Um, I just always get – it's not weight gain it's inflammation like whenever i eat things like eggs my like i can see my abs are just always inflamed it's very strange yeah um but i did read some studies that like some people just can't digest the protein in eggs that easily so you know it's one of those things that i used to be able to eat them now i can't so oh my gosh i really pray that doesn't happen to me it probably won't Uh, no it won't don't don't put that bad juju well (laughs) here's the thing i also have this whole process of like i didn't know that eggs were doing anything until i stopped eating them for a period of time and then reintroduced them and then Mm -hmm. i knew they were doing something and once you know they're doing something you can't forget it so i think if i had just like ignored it and ongoing like continue to eat eggs Mm -hmm. probably be fine yeah um but i think once you start eliminating food yeah over time your body kind of forgets how to deal with them yeah that's possible anyway Um, carnivore diet if you're low on energy try it for a day or two but yeah and that's the thing like everybody's body's different so there isn't like one like diet or you know uh nutritional uh process or whatever that works for everybody or that there's one way or one way that's the right way or one way that's the wrong way i think it's like you should have a balance of like protein carbs and fats and whether you get them from animals or plants 
and where you choose to get them from or where your body can actually process it. Like that's an all on an individual thing. Yeah. That's also kind of why I get um, fed up with like the general dietary guidelines of 60%, I don't know, 60% protein, 40% carb, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the accurate breakdown, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Of Cause like, I don't think everybody needs the same amount of protein or the same amount of carbs percentage wise or the same amount of fats. Like for me, if I, my body, if I eat too high of fats, mm-hmm. I actually gain weight. But if I do a lower fat diet for me, I stay leaner. Whereas some people thrive on a high fat diet. Um, yeah. So I just get really frustrated with a lot of the like U.S. dietary guidelines, mm-hmm. just generalizing so much. I, I don't really think that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it can be helpful for people to have like a plan or a guide to start with if you yeah never, it's educational for you general, know yeah it's but, like helpful if you've never done anything before to have some sort of guide but then then to take matters into your own hands which i think can be very intimidating i agree for a lot of people i agree and it's also like it depends on your activity levels and your everything yeah. else like i'm also a really small person i don't need three meals a day yeah. Someone who's larger than me may need five meals a day. Like, I, I don't know where we all adopted this, like, have to have three meals every day policy. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think that's true. Like, I yeah. just think it depends on you as a person. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, that was my diet experiment last week. And <laughs> I'm now back to eating Siete chips. And that's the only chip I'm eating now, by the way. You should be proud of me. That's good. What were you eating Remember before. my obsession with potato crisps? Like what kind? Like I remember I brought them to the photo shoot, the avocado oil ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I was like living off those Yeah, because okay. I didn't want to eat anything else. I'm happy to report that I've eliminated them for <laughs> That's now. That's good. Bless you. Was that your dog sneezing? No, she coughed. <laughs> um, don't know on what. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Hi, what's up? Oh man. So is that your so, fed up or what is your fed up? Do you sorry, we just had a total wall there of like <laughs> brain blank. Um what am I fed up with this week? Oh, here's a good one. It's well, I guess it's both my fed up and fuck yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm going to double it up today to keep All it right. simple. I was so fucking fed up with my face. Like how much it hurt all the time. What? So fed up. I, it got, I, I, I got to a point where I could not take it anymore. I was waking up every day feeling exhausted for like the last two years of my life. Uh-huh. I touch my face and it hurts. Like where? Because of the TMJ. Okay. And all that jaw stuff, right? And then, uh-huh. like, I started noticing, you know, that for a year and a half, like, I didn't have teeth mm-hmm. on the bottom back right because I went through all that surgery stuff. Yeah. And they put the teeth back in, what, two months ago? Yeah. And so then my, this, my right side of my face became more active again because I can actually chew on that side. And that's the side that has the dominant jaw muscle. So now I've noticed in the last two months, like, my face is slightly inflamed looking like i can just tell through here that i'm not as angular as i normally am uh-huh and it's because 
I've gotten to a point now where like this past week, I couldn't even relax my jaw if I wanted to. Oh. Like I, I was trying to relax it and it wouldn't. It was just permanently seized up. And so I started researching and I'm like TMJ. I was Googling like TMJ and digestive issues, TMJ and depression, TMJ and all these other things. And it is remarkable how TMJ, like there's studies showing that TMJ can cause depression. It can cause headaches. It can cause digestive issues. It can cause anxiety. It can cause all these other things that can be attributed to other stuff. But because your face has so much tension there and it's Mm -hmm. sucking all the energy and apparently it can restrict blood flow to the rest of your body. So therefore you're getting digestive issues, all this other crazy stuff. Oh, wow. So I got to a point where yesterday I woke up and I'm like, I'm tired of this. Like I should not be hurting every fucking day, um, regardless of my stress levels. So I went this morning and got my entire face Botox. Like, I don't think they could put any more Botox into my face than they did. Really? Yeah. How is it? Are you already feeling it? Uh, Not yet. I think it'll start to kick in tomorrow. But she went from here literally all the way up, all the way down to the other side of my jaw. And then she did all the way through here and all the way around here. Oh, really? Like, I don't – literally, you could Botox my eyeballs. That's, like, the only thing left to Botox at this point. So why around around your eyes? So what she pointed at was, like, the bottom of her mandibular joint. fancy. All the way up around, like, the edge of her hairline to the other Mm -hmm. side of the – her other jaw. And then my whole forehead in between my eyebrows. And And around around your eyes. Like, the active muscles here. Okay. Because apparently when you have TMJ, obviously you've most of the pain's being carried in your jewel, but right. you're carrying a lot of the tension up here. And when uh-huh. you sleep, if you have TMJ, you typically like clench not just right. your jewel, oh, but also yeah. you furrow your brow and do all this other stuff. So yeah, I went in. I mean, I've you know I've done Botox since I was like 21, 22. Uh-huh. That's no secret, but I've only ever done the forehead. I've dabbled in the jaw area, maybe with like five units here or there just to see if it would do anything mm-hmm. mainly because I just didn't feel like spending the money. Yeah. Um, you know, cause the forehead itself is like what? 150 bucks, 200 bucks, depending. Yeah. Yeah. Today I did like, I mean, I'll be honest. It was like $600 worth and oh, um, we'll see what happens, but I'm at a point now. So where it's how like, many that's units was it like? Was 40. It 40. I did 40 on my lower half and then 20 units on the upper half. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was at a point though where it's like, what's the other solution? Go spend $500 on a mouth guard that I'm probably going to spit out in the night and like, I'm yeah. not going to want to sleep with. And that doesn't, I can't wear a mouth guard all day. Like, what am I going to do? Walk around with a mouth guard on? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to talk. Um, well, I'd love to hear how it goes. Cause I definitely clench my jaw at night and also like yeah, I'll let furrow, you know how it goes. I, and- I just felt like it was the only solution, really, because, again, the mouth guard does not seem practical. Right. Physical therapy, like, what am I going to do? Make time and go to physical therapy once or twice a week and spend all the money on that over a year? Not mm-hmm. even sure it's going to work. There are massages you can get now specifically for the TMJ where they, like, massage on the inside of your mouth. Oh, Okay. But again, you're spending, what, 100 bucks a time doing that? It's not like one massage is going to fix it. Right. Um, so I'm curious to see 
if a lot of my other physical issues I feel go mm-hmm. away when this relaxes. Okay. So I'll let you know next week when I see I'm you. excited. Okay, Mr. cool. My face is going to change, I think, a little. Yeah. Because all that inflammation, she said too, like Botox will get rid of all that inflammation that's sitting in my face. Did you take a before photo? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the progress goes. Yeah. Anyway, that was my morning. So I was fed up with it. And then I proactively made it into a fuck yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more of a proactive approach to mine. <laughs> that's okay. Um, that's awesome. I can't wait to see how it goes. Uh, Thanks. Hopefully it helps. And then you can use it as a solution for yourself too. Yeah. I'm going to need Botox again soon. Didn't you just get it? I mean, I it's feel still, like you just got it like a month ago, three um, weeks ago. I got it last. When did I get it? You got it in January. No, and at the end of December, Jan, uh, December thirty first. I got it on New Year's Eve. So it should last like three months. At yeah. Least. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna put in less next time. It w- like my forehead was like sagging into my eyes. Like if I went to do my, um like eyeshadow i had to like lift up my eye really yeah did she inject in the right place i mean she did 16 just here she did 16 just between your eyebrows yeah i think so it was like really intense i think so whoa that's a fucking load no is that right yeah i think that's right that's crazy because i only do 20 in my entire forehead yeah it was 24 26 total so maybe, i don't really maybe know maybe scale it back to like a couple here and then the rest up here yeah i yeah. really really like here is where it needs to be done the most like here is not that bad but just like a little bit here a little, little sprinkle a little sprinkle on my forehead but mainly <laughs> i really need it in between my eyes because that's where i'm like constantly i think that's why she put so much because i was like it's giving me a headache how much my eyebrow or like in between my eyes are squinting constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, in my sleep, when I read, when I walk, when I exist, it's just like constantly <laughs> stressed ex- when I work out, like it's all there in between my forehead. So, or in between my eyes. So I was like, help a sister out. So I'll do less next time. Um, but yeah, so I'm fed up this week with my dog. And if only I could just, like, get rid of him. <laughs> you say that in a loving way, but. I know. Like, I he don't. He a stronger owner, maybe? Not stronger. You know what I mean? Not, he, like, a male, full-time male. He owner. needs, if it was just me, like, we would have had, like, already established that I was alpha. Like, if he was my dog and I was alone, it would be different. But, like. Derek is alpha and that's what I meant by stronger by the way yeah he's he needs a stronger alpha owner yeah so like dealing with dogs that are super pack oriented is like really frustrating um so he's just like acting out when Derek went on tour this last week he's just acting out eating he ate two bananas yesterday He's eating my avocados. He's like eating all my good food that I'm saying. By the way, avocados are poisonous to dogs. Well, I was looking this up and it's um, 
the pulp is not poisonous. Uh, it's the obviously the pit is dangerous. If they eat the pit, it could get stuck in their digestive tract and they could have surgery. Um, like obviously that part, but then some dogs who have sensitive stomachs could be sensitive to the avocado pulp. Duke has a stomach of steel. Like he's eaten an entire, almost an entire bag of chocolate Shakeology, which has cacao, which is the chocolate or or it's Baker's chocolate that dogs aren't supposed to have. He ate a bag of powder? He ate, yes. He ate a bag of Shakeology. What did you just sit there like licking it? I can't explain this dog. Like he's a psycho. He the other day jumped up on the counter and like knocked off everything. I have metal straws. And so I was in bed still and I'm woken up by like all my metal straws clinking all over the place, like falling all over the floor, things flying so he could oh get God. into my coconut oil. Maybe so. he's just really hungry. He gets fed. He's a beast. Maybe he has like a <laughs> A binge eating he does obsession. he does like he's gotten into his dog food and will eat like the entire i have like a giant like canister where i keep their dog food in yeah and he's gotten into it which i keep a 10 pound weight on top of it but he still finds a way in there sometimes and he's eating his emotions he'll eat himself to death if he could oh. and he's smarter than that than that so i'm really confused why he does that but He's just been like picking times when I'm on a call or doing a podcast or something. I just bit my tongue. Um, (laughs) I can't talk. I'm so frustrated Um, where I like can't do anything to stop him. And he goes on a rampage. He's also eating all your groceries, which is super rude. Which is really He's going after your most expensive items, your Shakeology, your coconut oil, and your avocados. Yeah. And bananas aren't that expensive, but I'm like, how does You got to wait for a banana to ripe to use it. They were perfect. And I was going to make French toast and put some banana on top of it. And now- Why don't grocery stores sell bananas like ready to go? (laughs) Do you notice that? like- because they pick it way too soon. Yeah, so well, it they need to stop doing that. No one fucking wants green bananas, okay? Well, if you think about it, they – where are they coming in from? Like Mexico, another state, somewhere else, not yeah. Nashville, you know? And so they have to pick them. No, nothing comes from Nashville. No. <laughs> like, literally nothing. I think we have some, like, cows that come from Men Nashville. Men have some eggs, but – Yeah. Um, we do have local farms, but – not, not at this time of the year from Nashville. No, definitely not. Um, but so it has to come from somewhere and they don't want it to rot before they could sell it. So they have to pick it like way early. Right. And then what they spray it with like something to preserve it. Something know. we don't want to be eating. It's a whole thing. But anyway, I'm fed up with him right now and I'm just, I'm really mad. I like cried today. He hurt my feelings. <laughs> maybe i'm just being sensitive he did Derek was like because i call him every day i'm like complaining about it because it's really been like a stressful thing i can't even i haven't been sleeping good in the last like week um i like had these weird nightmares and weird dreams in general and i'm just like very active dream life so i'm not getting real rest like this morning or in the middle of the night, I woke up to me like smacking myself because in my dream, 
not like smacking myself in the face, but like smacking off spiders in my dream. So in my, I woke up to myself like hitting them off of my side. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question because I'm hearing you say active dreams and I noticed something. I get really, I I had the weirdest dream last night. Okay. Uh And when I mean weird, it was like an influence, it involved an influencer on Instagram whom I've (laughs) never met. Their husband. Oh my gosh. Who is like on time to time on their Instagram. But it was a weird thing where like the influencer died and then the husband wanted to date me. How weird. It was like getting involved with me while she was dying. Weirdest fucking dream of my entire life. Very explicit dream. Uh Uh-huh. I notice that whenever I have active dreams, it's because I've eaten too late in the day or I've had Mm -hmm. some sort of sweeter food. Like last night I had some applesauce late night. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do like chocolate late at night, anything sweeter with like a sugar in it, even if it's mm-hmm. a natural sugar, mm-hmm. my dreams are fucking nuts. Interesting. Have you ever, I know you're like obsessed with your dessert. Yeah. Have you ever tried not having it just to see how your dreams go? I mean, I can have it earlier in the day, which I've had, like, I haven't always had it at night. Um, I just I mean, read, like, some people say if they have certain, like, stimulation foods, like, that have caffeine in them, like chocolate mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. sugar, that their dreams are crazy. I mean, it could be, uh, but I have, like, I've had dreams, like, vivid dreams since I was a kid. Oh, um, that's so strange. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. why. Uh, some people just... I think like I used to have dreams all the time when I was a kid that I would be that I could fly and I would I would like run and jump and like be swimming like this in the air (laughs) in your dream you mean like frog like you know the frog swim yeah like in my dream and that's how I would fly (laughs) (laughs) have you ever had those moments where like you start to fall asleep and (laughs) It's the worst when you're laying in bed next to somebody and you're like literally on the edge of going into REM and all of a sudden you like jolt as if you've fallen yeah. <laughs> or run into something yeah. and you just like wake up in this massive jolt situation. <laughs> it's so weird. Our whole sleeping thing is like I can very die weird when thing. I do that and somebody's in bed with me. I... Uh, at my team retreat last year, we were like sharing beds. Yeah. And uh, one of my coaches, Marissa, was like sleeping in between me and uh, my friend Kelly. And we were like falling asleep. And we had the giggles like hardcore, but she like was falling asleep and she like jumped. And I was like, oh, were you falling? I was like half asleep. And I was like, <laughs> are you okay? Did you fall? Or something like that. <laughs> no, we were just like, could not stop laughing for like freaking 30 minutes. We were just dying. It's like when someone sits next to you on a plane falling asleep and their head goes, and you just like can't help but laugh. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. Or when they're like going forward. <laughs> but they don't wake up. They just keep doing it. I'm like, you need a freaking neck pillow. Like help yourself. <laughs> You need some fucking something to keep you awake. <laughs> so funny. Anyway. Anyway. Um, sorry about your vivid dreams, but more so sorry about your angry dog. Yeah, he's... Lashing out. 
I wonder if he feels bad about snapping at me today. Probably not. I, he, like, really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I was, like, crying. Remy's like a baby. Done, Remy's done that by accident once or twice, and then she instantly, like, looks at me and, that's a dog. Yep. She's about to bark. I'm sorry. Oh. No. No. She saw a dog out the window. <laughs> He's gone. She okay. kept her composure pretty good. Well, that's also because I put my hand over her <laughs> mouth, so she couldn't bark. <laughs> um she's she's incident like in weird moments of moodiness foe snapped at me and then she Mm -hmm. instantly gives me this look and like starts to try and lick my leg or something as if she's sorry and i punish her for about three hours yeah duke is still in the cage right now so maybe he feels bad but so what are you gonna do what's your solution i really don't know like Derek comes home tomorrow thank the lord baby jeebus because i don't know if i can handle another day by myself but how long is he home for um he's actually going to be home till like april oh that's good yeah so we'll have to like re-solidify some sort of something with him yeah i mean the thing is with these with these dogs and with this breed in general he's a native american indian dog um they fucking do what they want they you can have rules and training and all the things but at the end of the day they'll think about whether they want like they know the rules they know the training but then they'll decide whether they want to listen or not right you know like that's just the kind of dog they are and it's like sorry (laughs) it's really frustrating but we'll see i mean Derek comes home then he could deal with him and he'll of course let Derek sleep in he won't like i'll be sleeping and he'll they'll start getting up and walking around and barking at me to like get up but he and, won't um, do that with Derek. no he'll let him rude. sleep as long as he fucking wants what i'm a just rude like this is, this is that's rude discrimination <laughs> it is sexist um <laughs> but yeah so no real solution yeah, you'll find one in time, I guess. Yeah. You'll have to. Yeah, eventually. Um, what's your fuck yeah? Uh, I'm pretty fuck yeah because my sister is moving to Nashville. What? Yeah, like Thursday. Did you know about this for a long time? No, they just like decided last week. They're just moving randomly. like. Well, her boyfriend got... He came here for because they've been talking about it. She's like, oh, okay. "Let's go to Nashville. Let's go to Nashville." And he came here for job interviews last week and got hired on the spot. And they're That's like, good. "All right, let's go." And his sister lives here, so they're gonna go move in. Cool. Until they get a place. So. Wait, they're moving in with you? No. Oh God. No, with his sister. Said, oh, I thought his... you just said they're gonna move in. I'm like, excuse me. No. <laughs> there is not enough room for everyone in here. No. Um, there's not enough room for those who live here. So yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited. Um, and one of my friends, a coach on my team is moving here next month. Derek's brother's moving here next month. So good. I'm excited. And my sister's like, you know, you're never going to be alone now. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Wait, you're in our introvert. I'm, I'm an introvert. freaking out. <laughs> You're like, wait, like, I, I actually need... liked all of you not being in my state. Because <laughs> then I could selectively see you in doses. I know. 
No, but I'll still be like, okay, I need an Amanda day because, you know, yeah. I need You're that. You're going to have to force your introvertness. By the way, out. this water, I'm also fucking about. Have you ever tried this water? What is it? No, I haven't. Uh, Starkey? Yeah. Starkey Spring. Two miles deep geothermal single source. Oh. in Idaho. I found it at Whole Foods. Uh-huh. It's actually cheaper than most waters. And I don't know what it is about this fucking Idaho water, but <laughs> it's crispy. It's, and it's flat? It's good. Flat water? Yeah. It's got All a right. 9.6 pH value. Who I like. Um, yeah, it's legit. I'm pretty impressed by it, I gotta say. So I think I've made my life more complicated by now only liking one kind of water. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, and I like that it's a glass bottle. Just I like cool. that too. So I'm going to see if it's on Amazon and buy like bulk orders of it. That's good. I mean, do we think, we have a bunch of other things to talk about today, but do we think this is legit? Like this water from Idaho or Fiji is better than the water down your street. Um, is it really? I don't know. Well, I will say I've lived, I've lived in places like in the mountains where you you could like get water from your sink and it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, and then here water from my sink is probably killing me. Don't drink the Nashville water. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm drinking sulfate or something. I've been drinking it because I ran out and like we have five pound or five gallon jugs that we fill up and Derek's not here and I'm just a little old lady. <laughs> I'm not going to fill up two five gallon jugs by myself and like haul them out to the car and like have to bring them up the stairs, two flights of stairs to get to my house. Make you know your what I'm saying? do it. That's what he's So I'm for. just like, yeah, I'm just so I'm suffering <laughs> through drinking Nashville sink water. Yeah. Nashville water dries me out. It's yeah. full of, um, it's really um, hard. I'm actually going to Google it right now because I'm, Nashville. I've looked up our water and it's, it said, it said that like bad things. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm dying right now. Slowly. Yeah. But there's something that dries out. Ew. Oh God. What does it say? Tap water in Nashville has averaged 67.5 parts per trillion for chromium six. These levels are over four times higher than the concentration determined, determined to have an impact on cancer. Fuck. Great. That's what Aaron Brockovich was fighting against. Yeah. God damn it. I've been drinking that shit for two years. You were drinking sink water? I mean, I'm in a, I was in a condo building, so I'm assuming it was a little filtered, but probably not. Yeah. I mean, and I was knows? filtering it too, but I don't know if it, how filtered it was. Yeah. And I live, um, you know, in an old neighborhood. And I don't know how old my house is, but also the piping isn't necessarily good either. Yeah, 80 parts per trillion for chromium-6. Oh, they're, now they're saying it's eight times higher. And it's very high levels of lead. Oh, I really should not drink that water anymore. Oh, my gosh. Right, How much higher of lead? What's the uh, lead thing? Hold on. I lost it. Are in excess of one part per billion means it does it means it's not safe <laughs> okay yeah consensus is don't drink tap water everyone 
Oh God. As I have tap water in my container right now. Not to freak you out, but I know. I need to get some Insta go Instacart some water real yeah. quick. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've done that a couple times. I mean, I just did an Instacart order yesterday. I'm wondering why I didn't get water. As because I, you didn't as know about the... I mean, I did. I just kind of must have blocked it out because... <laughs> I'm pleased to announce that Starkey Spring Water is on Amazon. Ooh. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, for 33 ounces. I don't know if that's expensive. That's, I don't know what an expensive level of water is. Anyway... Uh, I noticed drinking better water, like my inflammation goes away faster post-workout and my digestion's way better too. So that's cool. So maybe look at the water you're drinking if you're feeling shitty. Yes, that could um, be. Yeah. What were you going to talk about? Oh, uh, anger. Comment. Er. <laughs> Was that or or angry or? <laughs> anger or anger or <laughs> i don't know um i have to pee a so, great timing amanda i know i'll be right back <laughs> can't hold it <laughs> oh my god you better be fast all right well i'm just gonna sit here with you guys while she goes to pee and we're probably not gonna edit this out because we like to keep it real with all of you. Um, but I will let you guys know that we've been listening to a really cool podcast lately called You Up? Question mark. Um, I think it's owned by the Betches, if you guys follow them on Instagram. But it's a really good dating podcast. It's got some really funny, um, just interesting insight onto dating and relationships and friendships and how to tackle life. Uh, dealing with the bullshit of like people these days and how much harder it is to communicate and their Twitter feed I was looking at is really really super interesting um, it's also kind of funny and I don't know I don't know if it's helping all of us with dating or making us feel like dating is much more complicated and over over thought out process but you up podcast is definitely worth listening to and now Amanda is back from peeing so we're gonna get back into our conversation hi welcome back thank you thank you now i can like concentrate <laughs> okay so we had some comment on our monday post last week right yeah um or yesterday about yeah about having to take rest days when they're in sore and hurting and how to not get frustrated by that and mm -hmm. I think we've all been there. I definitely yeah. still get there sometimes. Although I've, I've got to say, I actually have become way more comfortable with working out less and I find I get better results anyway. So mm -hmm. um, there was a point though where like I could take, I couldn't take any rest days without freaking out. Yeah. Um, I think it's a mental thing at the end of the day. It's, it's just you coming to grips with the idea that even when your body's resting, it's working. Yeah. Um, and rest days are just as important as your workout days. And if you don't give any rest days and you don't take that time to not exercise certain muscles, they're actually never going to heal up in a way where you're getting results. So you can work out six, seven days a week, but if you're not resting, mm -hmm. you may stay at the weight you're at or 
the muscle density you're at because you're not giving it time to repair and rebuild itself. And that's why there's a lot of workouts like Tracy Anderson method that I fucking hate now because Mm -hmm. it's doing the same repetitive movement every single day with weight added on Mm -hmm. six to seven days a week for over an hour at a time. If you exercise those muscles every single day, it's kind of like if you had a rubber band, right? And every single day for 15 minutes, you stretched it and pulled it and pulled it. What's going to happen on day seven? It's probably going to snap. It's not getting stronger. It's breaking down. It's not going to ever like eventually bounce back to its normal state. So the only way to get rid of any pain or inflammation is to come to grips with the fact that resting is just as important as exercising and finding that balance, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that your rest day should be planned into your workout routine yeah, and that they should be something that you look forward to. And also sleep is another big thing. Sleep I think is super important. Yeah. Like that's where our bodies repair. So if you're not getting enough sleep and then you're also working out every day and you're not giving yourself, I mean, even I'm all about active recovery days. So like doing yoga, stretching out your muscles, like yeah. going for walks, paddle boarding, I don't know, just like doing active stuff yeah. um, is really important to get your muscles still moving and blood flowing because that does like help release um, lactic acid, but like getting enough sleep is so imperative to the recovery process. Um, if you're just like slaying every day and just like beating up your body and not drink, even drinking enough water and not getting enough sleep, like you're going to be sick. Like yeah. You're going to, your body will force you to hit the ground. Yeah. I think it's, Stretching is just as important as moving. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also think it's, workouts shouldn't be giving you pain. Yeah. You shouldn't be in pain after your workouts. So it took me a while to come to grips with that too. Challenge and getting results doesn't necessarily have to equate to pain. So if you find yourself dreading your workout and then waking up, um, hurting more than feeling invigorated, then you might want to just accept the fact of like, these workouts aren't meant for me. You know, I don't, I really don't do any cardio anymore. I don't do Mm -hmm. any high impact stuff anymore. Now and again, like on Monday, I woke up feeling a desire to go for kind of a run situation because, but that was due to my choices over the weekend of like, I felt like I just ate a little bit heavier than I normally do. So I think my body was wanting that cardio and I listened to that and I acted on it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not, like, I probably won't do that again for another fucking month. Mm-hmm. Cause I just, it's not what my body feels good doing. So yeah, I think it's really important to just, you know, look less at what other people are doing, look less at what you feel you should, you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and do whatever feels good. Cause ultimately I think over the years, the one thing that's always remained true and proven itself every time is that if you do the things that you feel good doing, if you do the things, if you follow through with things that require you to think less about your body, like if you, I don't know how to explain this. If you're doing things every day and you're obsessing about your body nonstop, Mm -hmm. your body's never going to get to a place you want it to be. But if you do things that require no thought, that just feel good, you can get on with your day, 
even with eating to where you don't even have to think about it, mm-hmm. that's when your body's going to actually make changes. So the less you, it, it's, it's really backwards thinking for a lot of people, but the less you obsess about your body and the less you think about your health, your fitness and your food, mm-hmm. the more results you're going to get, unfortunately. Cause I think our, I think the brain can play a lot of tricks. And if you're obsessing and fixating and pushing yourself in the wrong ways, like your body's going to rebel to those thoughts. So again, I think it's just adopting a routine and habits that require very little salt for you and just feel like a part of your day. And then you can move on with your day. Yeah. I think, you know, I think in the beginning, if someone's starting a routine, like never having eaten healthy Mm -hmm. or, done a workout plan or anything like that. I think it's important. I mean, I think like you're gonna have to think about it, right? Because you have, if you're making a like habit change, it takes like some momentum, it takes some effort and pushing the ball up a hill, um, you know, to like learn these new things that you've never done before. right? Right. But then you want to eventually like, it needs to be simplified. So you're mm-hmm. not having to think about it over and over again. It just becomes part of your routine. Like when you're learning how to drive a stick shift, like yeah. my first car was a stick shift. And I always <laughs> relate to learning new things like this because it was scary as fuck. You know, you're taking a car out on the street. You don't know what you're doing. Um, and there's all these steps, like you need to press the clutch and let go of the gas and or let go of the brake and onto the gas. It's just like this whole thing and then you also have to like shift gears and then also you know drive and pay attention to the drivers around you and there's all these things going on but then eventually you're like driving and like eating and talking on the phone which like hey it's not safe but like you know what I'm saying like become second nature yeah and then you can do other things in your life and it's like you're not even thinking about it when it was first it's like how am I ever going to learn how to drive this car you know, um, I mean, I think it's that's that's the way I like to think about starting a new habit um, or lifestyle change. Is that's what it's like at first, but then eventually you don't have to think about it because you have like that shit down pat. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fitness coach and a nutrition coach, and I help people with this stuff all day long. But like in my own life, like yes, I eat healthy. Yes, I make salads and eat healthy food and whatever and try different recipes and I work out, you know, I have a routine that I follow, but like, I'm not like, it's things that I do, but it's not something that I have to think about. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, but anyway. Yeah. I think it's, it's implementing that foundation and then kind of modifying it from there as you, as you grow, you know, it's, I don't know. I can't, I've always had fitness in my life. So I've never had to adopt a foundation. It's always been there for me ever since I was a kid, but I have always, I've had to adapt. Like I've had to massively overhaul my routine to Mm -hmm. suit my body now at the time. And you know, it's, it's tough. Your body changes like the seasons. You just got to kind of learn to listen to it. And Mm -hmm. if you're hurting, like take that break and realize that you're taking that break because you're listening to your body. And that's a great thing. You know, the more you go against your body, the more it's going to rebel. So try not to be angry about it. Um, Do some other things that will nourish you more than hinder you and go from there. 
Yeah. So if you're taking a rest week, like what she was saying, she's taking a rest week. Mm -hmm. Um, what I would do to keep sane is like do light yoga, go for walks, you know, put your legs up the wall for 15 minutes every day. Swear to God, it does so much. So good. Yeah. Do some lymphatic drains, which that is that. Mm-hmm. Um, body brushing take, helps. Yeah. I hate bubble baths. It's such a pain. It's like, it feels like a lot of work. No one wants to stand before they get in the warm water naked, dry Scrubbing brushing themselves. It doesn't feel good. And I'm also cold. Like, there's, I have very little desire to body brush ever because of that. Yeah. I have so many brushes and I don't use them. Exactly. You know why? Because it's pain in the Because it sucks. I really want to drink this water, but now I'm like, cancer water. I'm so thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Do I die from dehydration or cancer from my water? (laughs) Or drink chromium and lead. I don't know. It's up to you. I think Mm. one time you're fine, but you've probably been doing it for a while. I've been doing it for like a week, so. Oh, the struggle. Um, but yeah, taking that week off, just be, you don't actively rest. Still yeah. be active and yeah. stick to a clean diet and you'll be good. Yeah. You'll probably have better results, actually. Can I be honest? Yeah. And then see like what that? else you could do with your time. Try fun recipes, like the time you would spend working out. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. Um, try like different recipes. Spend more time in the kitchen. Yeah. Bake up a fucking storm and then send it to us. Yes. I like that. I was coming from in Europe. (laughs) Yeah. England. Send us some, um, well, I'm not going to name all the British pastries right now, but I could. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of anger, I learned something really interesting the other day and I thought I'd pass it along to you and see what you thought. I am interested. I was listening to a podcast and started to investigate the topic of anger. Not a foreign topic of in my life, by the way, mm-hmm. due to other people. I'm very used to angry people. Um, and I learned that anger is a secondary emotion. It is never a primary emotion. So explain that. So anger is merely a representation or an ex, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it's merely a representation of the actual feeling somebody is possessing at the time. So it's, it's essentially the, um, the only way for them to express an underlying feeling. So if someone's feeling betrayed, they could express anger. No one is ever actually angry. They are angry due to another feeling. Right. And they're using anger as a form of expression for that feeling. Okay. So if you're sad, it can come out as anger. If Mm -hmm. you're hurt, it comes out as anger. If you feel betrayed, it comes out as anger. If you feel offended or what's another word, taken advantage of, it's going to come out as anger. But no one ever is actually just angry that makes sense that makes so much sense and i feel like that's a very important point that we should all keep in mind whenever we have to deal with someone who's angry more so from a way of like 
another helpful piece of reminder so you don't take it personally. Right. It doesn't excuse someone being angry, right? Like I've obviously, you know, in my past, there's some like really nasty anger that I've encountered. But also I think insecurity. I would feel like with a lot of people with their dating experiences, like anger towards them has been due to insecurity. That's the actual underlying reason. Yeah. Um, Or being caught in a lie or all these other things. So I don't know. I just, I feel like keeping that in mind may also help us to express our actual feelings in the moment versus Mm. confusing it for anger. Yeah. And also helping us, you know, battle somebody else that's being angry towards us more easily. Right. We could try to figure out what's actually going on, like what their actual emotion is. Yeah. And maybe instead of just, you know, going back at them with defense or anything else, just tell Mm -hmm. them to like take a breather for a minute and try and express to you what is the actual feeling that you're having right now? Yeah. Why are you angry? Not just like triggering them to get more and more angry at you, right? Right. Yeah, I think, and that could be, like you said, like really good for us to know our own emotions and try to figure out what we are feeling. Um, I feel like that's really empowering when we have control over our emotions um, and our response to our emotions. Uh, You know, I know I feel anger or express anger when I feel like I'm not being heard or like disrespected or something. Yeah. Um, it like really pisses me off. So So that's anger is essentially your cover up for whatever you're feeling vulnerable with in the moment. And that's like I'm not being heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not being respected. I'm not being listened to, all of those other things. Right. Yeah. It could come off. I mean, it would depend on who it is and like what the situ- how the situation is presenting itself right. like i'm my automatic emotion isn't always anger or response isn't always anger but it depends yeah on the situation i'm going to be honest with you i don't i rarely feel anger yeah i feel offended more or disrespected mhm i mean i think when i was younger i felt angry more but i think now over the last few years because of all like i've been tested quite a few times in these situations i really Mm -hmm. don't feel anger anymore that's good i just realized that like i can't really remember the last time that i was like angry i think i've been irritated i don't think irritated though is the same as anger though is no uh no anger feels like rage and like you want to throw something yeah no i just get irritated and annoyed and i'm like oh would you just shut the fuck up like yeah you're just wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. I used um, I used to be a very angry, angry person. I was like walking around. I was like a ticking time bomb. Like always. But why, what was causing that anger? Well, I mean, that's a long life. Right, so long past time. issues, like family issues. And yeah. Things. It was yeah. like ever since I was a kid, like I was a little kid slamming doors angry because nobody listened to me. I wasn't seen or heard or respected ever in my life. And so I was just always angry at the world and situations of being where I was on like the societal totem pole and like, Mm -hmm. you know, kids making fun of me. I was always bullied and just like 
a lot of things, a lot of things. And I just felt like it was me against the world and I was just angry at everyone and wanted to fight everybody. Um, yeah, but you've spent time working on that and understanding oh, yeah. why. And um, again, yes. anger is merely a protection mechanism for your actual feelings, your role mm-hmm. feelings. So, yeah. you know, I, I think the only way to really handle someone else's anger, especially if you're in a relationship, is it, it takes like a high level of emotional intel- intelligence to really not react to their anger and really try Mm -hmm. and just crack down on like what's below that surface you know like anger is just what's protecting what's below the surface what's actually below the surface all right (laughs) jesus i do not happen there i pulled what you pulled on me last week of are you frozen or are you just really really interested in what i'm saying turns out you you actually (laughs) was i frozen for you yeah you were literally like this Oh, really? You were and frozen too. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, um, I'm not going to get angry, but I'm just going yeah. to breathe. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's easy to get angry at yourself when things aren't going as you hoped. I think it's easy to get angry when you just feel like you don't have total control over certain things, but ultimately mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like anger gets you nowhere. It's kind of like my, one of my favorite books is normal gets you nowhere by Kelly Catrone. Um, oh. It's a brilliant book. You should totally read it by the way. She has two really good books. Normal gets you nowhere. And if you have to cry, go outside. And mm. they're phenomenal books for especially female entrepreneurs. And I think the anger thing stands true with that too. Like ultimately anger gets you nowhere. It, yeah. it just There's stresses no you out. Your cortisol levels are going to go up. You're not helping yourself. Um, and I think the best way, you know, whenever you're in those moments of anger is just to kind of be like, okay, wait, what am I really feeling? And ultimately the more calm you are when you communicate to other people, mm-hmm. the more effective it should be to get your point across. But it took me like 10 years to get to that point. And I honestly, I only learned that because, I mean, I'm going to be blunt because I've dated some really fucked up, angry people Mm -hmm. in a weird way. I'm thankful I did because it's forced me to really look at what deserves emotional reaction and what doesn't. And it's also forced me to really value proper communication with somebody. So that way, like, me moving into a future relationship now, I feel like I can communicate a lot better because I've had some really difficult trying relationships that forced me to A, stand up for myself mm-hmm. and B, be witness to those moments where anger was just purely a destructive mechanism that didn't help anything or anybody. And yeah. Um, I think we also all take on a lot of responsibility for other people's anger at times. Mm-hmm. And we blame ourselves when it's like, no, this person really doesn't have a reason to be angry at me. Right. If they're not expressing it to me in a way that's effective. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I think we do take on a lot of responsibility for other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that today, funny enough. And how, like, if someone is in their emotions about something Mm -hmm. and 
they react to us in some way because we triggered them with something that we did unknowingly or something and or it's just in general they're just in a bad place on that day Mm -hmm. um like we would be like offended or react to them um because we take on their emotions as our own like we like it's our responsibility but it's absolutely not and one of the best things one of the most freeing things i've ever done was like letting go of what other people are feeling like I used to get, feel so guilty about other people's emotions and like take it on as if it was my responsibility and it's not um, because we all have control over our emotions and a lot of times people don't think they do and they say, you made me feel this way. You did this to me. You, I'm angry because you did this when in reality it's like that's how we are choosing to respond Mm -hmm. instead of communicating what we're actually feeling. It's like an easy way out. It's an easy like knee-jerk reaction instead of like being real with ourselves. And I think it takes a level of awareness that is not um, like I don't think it's like naturally born into us. I think like all these ways, we, I think it is born into us, but we have the, you know, all this conditioning surrounding ourselves and like our emotions and how we respond to things. And so it takes like a level of awareness to choose a different outcome than yeah. your natural knee jerk reaction. It really does. Um, I think there's times where I felt angry at myself, but it was more just like depression of have I made the right choices? Where the fuck am I going? Mm. Why have I wasted time doing this and this and this? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone says to me like, Oh, you're just angry all the time. I'm like, you mean I'm serious all the time? Cause right now I'm going through shit. And so I'm more quiet than usual. I look more serious than usual. I don't like that people throw the word angry so loosely at people. Who Why would they angry. think you're angry? I think they were just saying it as like, probably as a joking way, but it kind of was like, no, I don't think you're utilizing the word angry correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. I really can't remember the last time I was angry. I can remember the last time I was offended or insulted, which happens a lot lately this day and age like I just I feel like a lot of people are very quick to be sensitive and snap at like anything because they have other shit going on yeah um yeah there was one time I was like I got really pissed at the auxiliary cord in my car this was like years ago and I was like okay there is something wrong with you know there's I there's I need to figure out my shit you said that my ex did that one time of we were driving to the airport and poor him like you're gonna laugh at this his bluetooth wasn't syncing correctly in his range rover (laughs) and we're driving to the airport anyway it's like 6 a.m like i don't want to fucking listen to club music at 6 fucking a.m before we have to fly out to california god no sure like get angry he got so angry he like punched the screen of the range rover he didn't break it obviously he's not that strong let's be honest yeah but he, he got so angry and he was driving like a fucking menace and i'm looking at him and i'm like Okay, wait, there is something else going on here. (laughs) Yeah. Because you are literally angry in your $100,000 car driving to the airport so we can go to Napa for the week. Like, there is something (laughs) so going on that I don't even know about. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, it was, <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is a good example of how <laughs> anger is merely a facade for something else. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think it's like anything in life as we're getting older and I think it's just easy to lose reality checks because of everything going on around us and social media and like constant stimulation from external sources of like emotional intelligence is something that you work on over the years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. You yeah, know, it's, no, you it's have definitely. to train your emotional intelligence. Like you do your, your regular, like your factual intelligence, your intelligence for your work, your intelligence for you're working out like all these other things that you have knowledge about. Like you have to take the time to actually read about it, learn it and put yourself in situations where you have to communicate differently. I think the only way, you know, to improve is by doing right. Yeah. And, uh, I heard something recently. I, I wish I saved it. It was like a meme or something about like personal growth Mm -hmm. and, how it all seems like it seems like all fun and games (laughs) but like it's real work like it's fucking tough and you have to face yourself and i think that's the hardest part for people to face themselves and take personal responsibility but like i feel like that action is so empowering yeah i think it you know this sounds cheesy and I didn't want to believe it. But when I turned 30 to now, like I'm what, halfway through being 30 already. Just crazy. Um, almost halfway through. Wait, what do you mean? Halfway, halfway through, through your 30th being, year. Yeah, I'm halfway oh, through okay, being 30. Okay. Being okay. 30, the actual number 30. Okay. <laughs> I feel like out of nowhere, just over the last six months, like life has been quietly pushing me in the most uncomfortable way Mm -hmm. to where my priorities have shifted so hard in the last six months of like, no, I don't want to go on a date with this person just to go on a date with this person. No, I do care more about my job and my career right now than anything else. I will only care about a relationship with somebody now if they are somebody that actually inspires me and keeps me interested and engaged and like I can have Mm -hmm. a conversation with them that's not just boring and mundane on a daily basis like there's and I think it's one of those things where literally it hits you in the face out of nowhere and you have no idea but you're like when the fuck did I just all of a sudden step up my entire moral game and (laughs) and my standards it comes out of nowhere it really does and I didn't want to believe that like this whole oh when you turn 30 things change yeah they do does it really does change. I mean, if if you are somebody who's open to changing, yeah, is the thing. Or That's you're somebody like key. me who's faced with like change in the next two months, and I'm I don't actually know <laughs> what change to uh, go with. Um, oh, that's weird too. I think it's I think it. If you're ever in a situation where you're faced with like the options for change and you just don't have a fucking clue, I think. Sometimes you have to have the emotional intelligence to just be like, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. And let it and write it out. And I can always adjust once I have a clearer picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you don't have to make the decision right away, too. You know, like yeah. when your situation, it's a little different than 
that exactly because you're like I'm making this decision but like I mean I'm kind of making that decision to like uproot and move my foundation to a different state but still hold on to Nashville yeah where like some people have said to me like holy shit you're moving like you're fucking moving to Miami and I'm like well yeah but I don't really feel that way like I don't really feel like I'm moving in a weird Mm -hmm. way because I think I'm not fully committing to it Mm -hmm. because I don't need like, just because I'm going to go there for six to 12 months and then still spend time in Nashville mm-hmm. once or twice a month, I guess in my head, I'm like, well, I can always come back to Nashville full time. Yeah. Like, nothing is so set in stone that what's 12 months in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, yeah. I've already been gone, what, two months? Yeah. Oh, fucking flew by. Yeah. Um, so I think it's also important to remember that nothing in life is permanent either. Like, you can- Yes. You can make a move and you can go back. Sometimes you have to make a move for a year just to be able to go back. Like, yeah, sometimes you got to do that. You know, it's sometimes you have to take the job you don't want for two years just to go get the job that you do want, but you got to wait two years. Like, I think it's, I think we all want instant answers right now. Right. Um, And realizing that sometimes you got to be fluid for a while. For sure. I think we always have to be fluid. Um, like we always are looking to get what we want, but like people want to get it without any struggle. <laughs> they want to get what they want without looking at the path that it requires to get there. Yeah. And sometimes that path is not going to be a straight line. Like sometimes that path yep. will have a U-turn and a roundabout and yep. then over to the left and then it'll get back on the path. Like it's, yes. I think subconsciously we all ultimately know where we want to end up and like what we want to be doing with our lives. I just think we all have to trust the process to get there and it's not going to be, it's not not going to sound like roses. Yeah, no, it definitely takes work. And I think crying. I don't know why. Is she dreaming? No, she's staring. I think she wants to get down. Do you want to get down? (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. like i don't know i'll take you for a walk in a minute okay? i am sorry not to interrupt but the <laughs> uh but yeah it's like what was i gonna say oh like we have we all think like we know what we want but i think we have to be brave enough to like say it out loud and write it down on paper and actually work towards it you know yeah and then face the struggle that it's going to take to get there. Like everything you want, it's nothing is going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Like it's going to come in the form of work. Like I, you know, princess bride or no, what is that? (laughs) Have I talked about this before? um, It's like a high school movie where she was like the ugly duckling and she had like a unibrow princess diaries. Oh yeah. 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 Um, with Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, you know, she was like an ugly duckling. I mean, she was already like privileged anyway, but then all of a sudden she's like a princess and gets all these things and a makeover and all, all the things. And I legit used to like wish that that was my life, that that happened to me somehow. And how like disempowering is that? <laughs> You know, like no one's going to come and rescue you or make it happen for you. You need to make it happen for yourself. Um, we're not Anne Hathaway in a movie in San Francisco. No, we're not. You're not. And I think 
I think sometimes you have to leave a place. I mean, I can only speak personal experience, right? But it's like, okay, I've been in Nashville for two years. Mm-hmm. I grew in some ways, but I felt like I also was held back in other ways. And I'm not done with Nashville by any means. But I almost, for some reason, as much as I'm hesitating, although it's what's best for my company. Mm-hmm. And there's moments too where I'm like, holy shit, like maybe I should just go as silent owner on my company and go pursue something I actually want to do. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, it's great in the moment to say, okay, I'll go take a job in Nashville to stay in Nashville that I really, you know, I kind of like whatever versus like, why would I not relocate for 12 months to fully grow this company out in a role where like, I can then go to Nashville when I want to. I don't have to fucking ask for time off. I don't yeah, have to. Fuck that. <laughs> like, is it worth, it, it's worth me leaving for 12 months to have a Florida place to be able to go to Nashville when I want versus taking the easy route of like taking a job in Nashville that sounds mm-hmm. cooler at the time. Right. But having to work Monday through Friday, like nine to five on somebody else's dime and schedule. I couldn't see you doing that. No, but I think it's, it's those thoughts that hit you when you're about to make these changes of like, holy shit, am I doing the right thing? And I, I guess my point with this, me being so specific about the situation is at the end of the day, you have to look at what's right in front of you mm-hmm. and be like, I'm in a position where I have the flexibility. What is one year of my life giving mm-hmm. it a go and living between two cities? Yeah. I can always come back. Yeah. Versus if I don't take this risk and I don't try it and I just mm-hmm. go take a full-time job for somebody else, like, what am I giving up at that point too? Like, you, yeah. you never know. Right. You're giving up your freedom, I say. <laughs> giving up your freedom maybe to feel a little more stable, but you're also, I feel like, possibly hindering the opportunities that could come by taking yeah. the larger risk. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think taking I, – I mean, I'm a little aggressive, and I think taking the risk is always worth it. So I yeah. am not the kind of person who who takes the safe route. So I, like, totally see where – why – you would want to stay in Miami and do it, do that. Like I'm all for that. Raise the roof on that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like stay in Miami and come to Nashville every other week who like, what's at that point, what's the difference between living in Nashville or being there every other week? Really no difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're faced with any big change situations right now and you don't really know where to go, I think just one foot at a time and take I would say take whatever scenario you feel might give off the biggest reward in the end, even if it feels more inconvenient and scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think life has a way of directing you where it wants you anyway. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. And don't be angry along the way. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And if someone else is angry at you, just tell them to fuck off. (laughs) You're like, get your emotions in check, you little baby. Go fucking break your iceberg down and figure out what's underneath it because don't talk to me until you do. Yeah. (laughs) My vibes are too high for this conversation. (laughs) I am the Titanic and I don't want to run into your iceberg right now. So fuck off. (laughs) Oh my God. Skirt. Skirt. Anyway, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nope. All right. Well, we're going to record next week in person in the morning. Yes. So that we are amped up with some cool new topic. We need to talk about something cool next week. I don't yeah. Know 
Yeah, if you guys, uh, we were talking about like doing, like, what did we say? Like health coached something. <laughs> yeah, more health coaching stuff if you guys want it. We don't really know what you want until you tell us. We can't read your minds. So yeah. So if you have any topics or questions about things about wellness, fitness, health, Botox. all that jazz, Botox, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about anything. We don't know until you tell us. And so. we don't actually know. But you don't but you either. don't either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.